Got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Hella Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Um, as I've mentioned to you both, uh, these episodes give me whiplash. Um, <laughs> so I'll just dive into the summaries. Um, Angel Heart, Claire Novak returns when Claire Novak gets a lead on her mother, Amelia, who has been missing for years. Castiel asks Sam and Dean to help her. Castiel feels guilty for what he did to the Novak family and wants to make amends by reuniting Claire with her mom. However, when they find what took Amelia, they realize there's a chance Claire may not get a happy ending. Uh, Dark Dynasty. Dean and Sam investigate a bizarre murder and realize the killer bears the same tattoo as those from the Stein family. Eldon Stein attacks Dean and a brutal fight ensues. Meanwhile, Castiel acts as referee when Charlie and Rowena are forced to work together on the Book of the Damned. Crowley discovers his mother is missing and knows she's up to something, so he turns to an old enemy for help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we throw in a trigger warning now? <laughs> yeah. Trigger warning for brutal fridging slash <laughs> barrier case. Yeah. Yeah. Double whammy there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I have now that I we have rewatched this and I have rewatched this, I feel like they were like kind of foreshadowing that with what Rowena is talking. I missed that the first time around. But yeah. it didn't help. <laughs> no. I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of foreshadowing in Dark Dynasty and Yeah. 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 This is only the second time that I've watched Dark Dynasty. Maybe the last Same. time that I watched Dark Dynasty, because fuck that. Um, and as I've mentioned before on this podcast, this was the episode. I didn't actually watch it when it aired um, because I heard the spoilers and was so mad that I stopped watching Supernatural for five years. Yeah. That seems... That seems to be an on like a, a theme. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people. I'm not the watching. only person who did yeah, that. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I have mentioned that I had a friend um, who did the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there are more out there. So, despite the whiplash and the very very different tones of these two episodes, um. Any themes? <laughs> I, I was expecting you to ask that. Like, what am I gonna, you know, 
come up with on the spot. <laughs> I have zero themes. I could not come up, come up with any. I do actually have one. That yeah. is great news. <laughs> um, trust. Mm. Trust. Okay, trust. Yes. Um, do mm. go on. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, Claire has to learn to trust Cass and Dean and Sam. Um, and uh, Amelia yeah. trusted Gregory. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, in Dark Dynasty, um, Dean had trusted Sam that he had burned the book and when that trust was broken we'll see how that plays out next episode (laughs) 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 yeah yeah good times that's good times no that's a good one do you have anything, uh, Kate? <laughs> I just had that both of these episodes focus around the women that surround the Winchesters. Yes. Um, which is interesting because it's in opposition. I think they even say it. I can't remember what the line is, but they, in Dark Dynasty, they make some comment about how the Steins all the Steins that they've seen and then all the Steins that we see in their like family home headquarters thing are all male. Yeah. And they like make some sort of joke about that. So on the one side, the Winchesters have all of these like really interesting women surrounding them. But then on the other side, four of those six women that we either see or are mentioned in these two episodes either die once or multiple times. <laughs> Four of the six of them. So, like, it's weird because it almost sets it up like, oh, well, these guys are better because they're more diverse and then they do things that are not very friendly to women. (laughs) Both in these episodes and the show as a whole. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's all I really had. So uh, the 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 <laughs> I love how they style Misha's hair differently when he's Jimmy. <laughs> I, I think there's little... an entire. I think there's an entire meta out there where somebody's like comparing Cassie's hair to Dean's hair like throughout seasons and it's how it starts to look to more like Dean over time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Just I also that. had a realization and I'm trying to look it up, but when Amelia is seeing Jimmy in this like dream world that she's put in, Mm-hmm. Does he, is, yes. Yeah, is he wearing the same blue sweater that he wears when he's a manual? Oh, mm, I don't, don't think so. Think so. I no. thought he was but wearing a blue, a blue sweater or something similar. 
Yeah, it is uh, similar. White dude in in blue sweater. That's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Domesticate <laughs> him. Domesticate. He is domesticated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it just me or like does Jimmy have a weird accent in the first scene? Why did it sound weird to me? I don't know. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, it's just that jump between Cass's voice being a lot like lower Probably. and gravelier, and yeah. then. Jimmy's yeah. voice being closer to Misha's <laughs> actual voice. Yeah, yeah. Probably that, yeah. Yeah, he's, it's a lot like higher and softer when he's Jimmy. Yeah. And it's adorable. Also, the whole thing about this episode that is just beautiful is Cass and his trying to figure out how to work with Claire um starting with uh before he even goes in to see her waiting for the boys outside the hospital and <laughs> they're like so how is she and he's like i was waiting for backup <laughs> i love him he is everything to me <laughs> no but like that is literally like three grown ass men afraid to face a teenager girl. Exactly. <laughs> yes. This exact same energy, may I add, since all three of us have seen Black Cells now, when, <laughs> when Flint is about to meet Abigail. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> perfect yeah and like it's even underscored because Cass is waiting outside of the hospital and then we see the Impala drive up and then it starts playing this like music it's like it's like Dean is here to rescue Cass and save I was like what is even happening like they could have just had their normal like kind of incidental music but it like rises when you see the impala pull up and then dean gets out in all black and it's just mm, mm, yes <laughs> i have feelings about dean in all black it's so great uh it's just Did did you guys notice when they are when they do go into her hospital room um and she's telling them you know what's going on and everything um the camera is mostly on her Cass and Sam until she says something about some loser who's obviously you know a guy some older man compared to her anyway yeah um yeah. and and then that's when the camera finally looks at dean and and yeah. it's just it's it's like it's it's kind of you know giving the idea that suddenly dean is interested and he's like protective dad all of a sudden yeah <laughs> yeah this happens oh, yeah. again when they actually find the guy and he calls claire a bitch and he's yes like, he's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> nope nope yeah wrong choice of words slam your head into the table <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, and once again we have an example of Cass and Sam being like oh he's out of control and us the <laughs> audience going no this is totally warranted 
Yeah. yeah, I was like, what is all this fuss about? I mean, he was pretty well behaved in comparison to what we have seen Dean behave like in previous episodes yeah. or yeah. seasons. Yeah. If forever. he was out of if he was out of control, he would have just like slit that dude's throat and not waited to get any information out of him or anything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's out of control. Um yeah. Talk about rewinding a little bit the conversation that they have uh, when they're trying to figure out what to do at the hospital and Dean is just like I'm ready for anything just give me something to punch. (laughs) They look at him like and they they look at him so concerned. Cass gives him this especially like judgy protective husband face (laughs) and then Dean tries to backpedal and he's like no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, and tries to, like, reassure them. He's only looking at Cass when he does this. He doesn't, like, Sam does not exist. <laughs> he's just <laughs> trying to reassure Cass that he's fine. Uh, there's just so much dad energy and protective husband energy in this episode. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love even that Sam gets in on the protectiveness and it's, it's definitely more in a, and maybe this is just because I view it this way, but to me, it feels like Sam is acting more like an uncle than yeah a dad mm-hmm. or um, maybe like an older brother because yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like. Uh, Dean is like two alike. I mean, yeah, he's very much like Claire, so it's yeah. very hard to kind of you know communicating mm-hmm. that. And Cass is obviously the father figure, so that is yeah. also like a different dynamic. Yeah. And then Sam is left, who is like you know, kind of the friendlier option out of the two yes. communicating. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's he's kind of like buddy buddy with her, like you know when when that whole scene with the two with Sam and Claire in the motel room and you know a little pro tip use an alias and him casually dropping that he met Mary despite her being dead and the look on Claire's face she's just like what the fuck (laughs) and I I love that Claire is actually like impressed by Sam's all these abilities and, yeah yeah you know how he yeah doing research and stuff and and also by dean and how smart he is like yes yeah. when when he figures out about the uh the sword sword yeah. yeah yeah and yeah i feel like with the time she kind of starts realizing that like these guys are actually i mean not probably not good in terms of like you know not problematic in all regards but like <laughs> yeah they know what they are doing and they can be trusted see yeah yes yes, <laughs> yes. hey bring it back um yeah that i don't know where i was going never mind continue <laughs> <laughs> i just thought like that uh what's her name the the actress who plays K- Catherine. Kathleen- Catherine, uh, yes, her acting was incredible in this. Like she is always so good, but like yeah. this scene where where uh, where she is at the hospital, and she and Cass, I mean, this whole dialogue, and then she goes like, 
my mom went looking for miracles and she went looking for you it just literally murdered me on the spot it was good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. yes yeah um, and then I love I have to mention this I have to mention this because I love this I love that when she sneaks out and they don't know where she's gone and Dean is smart enough to grab her chart and look yes papers to see what was wrong with her so he can figure out like how quickly she'll how be to able deal to deal with move. her yeah 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 it was yeah it was very cool it's a good moment yep and then and then of course when dean and cass meet up with them at the motel room first of all <sighs> dean is like hanging on cass as they walk through the door yeah, and it's hand on his shoulder. I I love it. I love it for a very simple reason. It's like it is like because Cass has like this toy that he got for Claire, yes. which is like absolutely <laughs> <Grumpy> ridiculous. <laughs> He's turning eighteen, anyways. But like it is like obviously Cass is worried because Cass is always worried about like how Claire perceives him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, it is like a little touch of like reassurance like he's pushing Cass into this situation he is like yeah it's gonna be okay like you can do this but like you know very <laughs> subtle touchy way and I just it's, it's very tiny but I love it it's it's great yes it's so rarely do we get to see outside of like oh hey you're not dead anymore hugs they don't have a ton or trying to kill each other having like <laughs> that much like physical contact with each other and i just wish that there had been a scene of them walking around the mall together like trying to figure out what to get claire for her birthday it yeah would, it would but cure it is, us it is also so endearing that like obviously dean understands that this is a ridiculous gift because when cast takes out the cat there is the cut to his face and he and Sam are exchanging this entire whole look and like you, you understand but like I love that he just allowed Cass to get whatever Cass <laughs> thought would, would, would Claire like and I mean just it's just very cute it's, it's a so hot good. topical the hot, hot. topical <laughs> <laughs> and then the like not just that Sam and Dean like have a look but Sam like snaps his head at <laughs> Dean and is like, what did you do? <laughs> and Dean just gives like his awkward face like, eh, it's fine. I just oh wonder if they if they went uh, with Hot Topical because Cass is cast or they just weren't allowed to use Hot Topic as a hero. <laughs> <laughs> because they're right? naming names, same names, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have a sponsor from Hot Topic like they do for the <laughs> Windows Surface that we keep getting like oh product shots of the of the tablet laptop. I'm just like, oh, stop. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's why it looked weird. I was mm -hmm. first off like, no hacker uses a laptop that looks like that when you yeah. switched it on with all the apps on on the screen. Yep. And, and yeah, now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they did it. In, in the previous episode too with um one of the demons that was talking to Rowena yeah uh, had then they had like multiple shots of this windows surface two in one i'm like please stop this is well, <laughs> yeah yeah 
And then, and then when they all decide, you know, the next move and, you know, uh, apparently Dean isn't safe to go looking for this bad guy. Um, so he stays there with Claire and, uh, and Cass is like, no fighting. (laughs) And Dean's like, yeah, tell her that. Cass is just like, both of you. <laughs> this is a family. <laughs> I mean, this is a- absolutely a story, but yeah. That's their daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they even, when they go to investigate, or they go to the crime scene right away, they have to explain why Claire is there, and they say it's take your daughter take to your work day. And then Claire's and he, like, best birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even before they go, Dean, when they're like, okay, Cass goes, I'm going with you, which as always mm-hmm. warms your heart. And then when Claire says it too, there's just a wide shot of Dean like looking at his family. And he's like, all right, get in the car. And get to yeah, I it's feel different. like it, it is a crime we never got to see Castine, Jack, and Claire because they are like literally Jack is a copy of Cass and like character wise, and Claire is a copy of obviously Dean. So, yeah, oh my god, yeah, or even just yeah. Jack and Claire, yeah, Jack and yeah. Claire would have been amazing, <laughs> yeah. Because you have this angel child and like literally he's a little angel <laughs> and then you have Claire who's like, I don't know, pickpockets you when she's bored or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the innocence versus the edginess of their relationship would have just been so great yeah. to have. That's what fanfic is for. The, the corruption would have been <laughs> nice to, you know, to see that. Yeah, yeah. But I, they- I have I have to mention the, the 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 scene when they are in the car. I think we skipped that one. When the, it's just Cass and Dean alone in the car, or does it, is it coming up? I don't know. When they are talking about no, I think it's later. Uh I fucked up. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Forget everything I just said and just let's go back. Okay. I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember that scene. I was like, "Oh no, no!" Because like, there's there are two scenes. When when is one with Cass and Dean alone in the car? I think it's coming up right now when they are talk going to the thing, or after the thing, when where 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 Dean basically advises Cass to just leave Claire alone. Oh, oh, oh right, oh, right. right. And then, and then later, Cass asked Sam. Yes, does those. Two and things. Sam's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you that, that shitty idea?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to mention it because I feel like it's very. Uh, yeah, obviously, I feel Dean is just giving advice based on his own life experiences and like his parents yeah and Mm -hmm. i guess he wishes he would have been left alone (laughs) in terms of you know well yeah 
when you consider who his father was. <laughs> well. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then mini golfing. Oh my god. Your favorite. <laughs> Everybody's favorite, honestly. It's so good. <laughs> I love them! The, the, oh, the two of them. First of all, Dean and Claire work so well together. And second of all, Jensen and Catherine work so well together. They yeah. do. And it's, oh, it's just, just... And then when... And, and he you know, references Caddyshack, and she's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> um, and, then, and then she makes a hole in one, and she's just sort of like, did that go in? Did that go in? Huh? And he's like... And she references a golf movie back to him, and they connect over Caddyshack versus Happy Gilmore, and... They connect on daddy issues. They connect on not wanting to do quote unquote yeah. homework. And, it's just like, and they're dressed similarly. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. More and of I, this. I, I, I have also when, when, when everybody's like treating Claire like a kid, right? Like all of them are, even, even Dean is at times, but like Dean is the one to give her the gun. And yeah. then give her another gun. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like, yeah, um, he is, trust is coming up again. See? <laughs> yes. <laughs> trust yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, I feel like that means a lot to Claire who has yeah. been like bouncing around forever and like didn't really have any, like he, basically she is being treated like a kid when she never had like, when she had such grown-up problems forever and like mm -hmm. and everybody's still acting like she's a child when yeah she has dealt with some pretty bad shit and i feel like dean is the only one who gets that probably yeah. because of his own childhood and just it's it's nice mm -hmm. yeah um yeah well and also i i'm sure that uh it probably also helps that he's going through this whole stuff with Mark of Cain too. And the way he's being treated about that and not yeah. being trusted and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. it was, I didn't remember that Dean actually talks about Cass with Claire and how about Jimmy and uh, how yeah. Jimmy, what, that basically her father didn't die in vain and yeah. i felt it was like very nice because i feel like claire never got any exp explanation whatsoever what happened and why even in the first place jimmy gave up his body or vessel or whatever mm -hmm. and yeah that must have sucked big time <laughs> yeah 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 Even yeah, even if it doesn't, you know, make it any better, at least she has an explanation. Yeah. Yeah, because like before that, he just like imagine you, your father just wake up one day and decides, yeah, you know what, you I'm gonna let an angel inside me in the <laughs> most sexy way, but like, <laughs> and then next day he's like, not next day, but like, soon enough he's dead, and 
bunch of bullshit happens before then then and just you never get i mean you kind of you know like you pr- she probably blamed herself for that i would imagine like why would my dad walk out on me etc mm-hmm. etc and like when well, especially because Cass possessed her too yeah yeah and yeah and then and then left her to go back to her dad yeah yeah so yeah, I know it's good that she got that. Like, I mean, oh uh, yeah, this whole talk was nice. Um, yeah. after everything, that that final scene, um, I love that she calls it like a, a halfway house for wayward girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's what sparked that. What could have been? <sighs> what could have been so good? It would have been such a great show. Was it? What was? Uh, I I have a couple of questions about this. Like, did the episode ever air? No. The or no, it did, but it wasn't a pilot. Yeah, it was like a gateway pilot sort of thing. Yeah, and it was like axed way before more was made, made right? Okay. Yeah, it was never filmed or anything. The actual show, but there the the gateway pilot for the show is in supernatural sort of like the bloodlines episode right yeah the wayward sisters episode is season 13 episode 10 Uh, why don't i remember that it's got cass is in that episode no he's not it's, I mean, at yeah. that point, I was already watching all the episodes, maybe if it's season 10, so I must have <laughs> seen it and forgotten it. But yeah, I'll yeah. have a look. It's got Jody, Donna, Claire, Alex, Patience, and Kaya. Oh, together. I think I, yeah, yeah, I think I remember the one yep. now. Yeah. Um, And then I love that Claire tells Dean to keep an eye on Cass. Oh my god, yeah. my heart. And they not only that, but they do the camera panning thing. Mhm. That is a trope of like, oh, we're talking about this person over there that we care deeply about and it pans over to Cass talking to correct. Sam. Like ah. we do care deeply about him. Yeah. <laughs> we do. You- these are choices that, you know, moviegoers and TV watchers recognize as when you do that panning shot, you care deeply about this person, so, usually in ways that they that person doesn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me insane. And then she hugs Cass, and he hugs her back, and I'm just a puddle of tears. Because yeah. this beautiful... And this song is playing over yes. the rest of the episode. Kate, can you tell me about this song? Yes, I can. <laughs> because it's going on the Destiel song playlist. <laughs> that lives in my mind. Uh, this is a version of Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain as sung by Willie Nelson. There's different versions of it, but just, yeah. The whole connection with like Claire and Jimmy slash Cass having these same blue eyes. Yep. And 
just having like Willie Nelson when we don't normally have songs that sound like this on the Supernatural soundtrack. It just exactly. Oh. I miss that, and now I'm in pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you if you look up the lyrics to this song, uh, there's not really like gender or pronouns in it, so you can just have it apply to whatever you damn well please. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> like if they yeah. had played this song over Cass's death before the divorce arc, or not the divorce arc, the, the widow arc. Oh, like somebody make that AMV so we can all cry about it because the the lyrics are about like saying goodbye and never seeing each other again, and it just hurts a lot. Oh, all right. Should we talk about it? I guess we're gonna have to. We have to. Eventually. Yeah. I hate the signs. I love the concept of the Steins. Yeah. But in actuality, I hate them. And I don't like, I'm not even like in a like, um, I love to hate them sort of way. I just hate them. No. Yeah. And it's just... not even just the fact that they kill Charlie. I just hate them. They suck. Yeah, they're just evil. Uh, for some reason, they give me the same vibes as these those dude bros spending twenty four seven at gyms. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I do hate them. <laughs> I mean, this is a very specific thing, but like they do give me the same exact vibes. Oh, they totally do. <laughs> they're they're the dudes at the gym that take their shirt off for no reason so that you can just see their muscles and then they have all of the fucking tattoos with the, the double-headed eagle and stuff and it's just, yep, nope, that's them. And the shaved, yeah. shaved sides. It is interesting how their tattoo is an eagle and then like the eagle and the and Hitler and how they hail have Hitler, mm -hmm. it just, yeah. Yep. And um, I found it interesting because last time we talked about them, uh, we mentioned the whole Hitler thing, but I had forgotten that they also helped with the Black Plague. They helped start wars in like medieval times. And yeah. 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 They were around long before Mary Shelley. Yep. Though yeah. I do love that, that bit where he's, um, this is jumping way ahead, but that <laughs> bit where he's where Dean is talking to Eldon or whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, um, and he says, and he says, so why didn't uh, Shelley go public? And, and Eldon's just like, she wrote a book. Like. Excuse you, Dean reads Kurt Vonnegut and only Kurt Vonnegut. So. <laughs> and Tolstoy. And Tolstoy. <laughs> and sometimes Homer. And sometimes Homer. This is true. Anyway. Yep. Um, <laughs> I love the relationship between Rorina and Charlie and I would have loved to see it develop, especially as Rowena becomes less of a bad villain. <laughs> yeah, a villain. When she becomes, you know, more 
on the Winchester side. I, yeah. I would have loved to see Rowena and this Charlie um, interact at that point. <laughs> I also love that um, Sam says that Rowena is Charlie's assistant, not the other way around. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Is like, like from which cover now? <laughs> it's like, yes. I was like, I'm a nerd. I'm not a witch. and then then i didn't i don't think i i i find it so funny there are a couple of moments in this episode where like bits of storyline come together like rowena didn't realize that angels existed oh yeah and and Cass later in the episode doesn't hadn't realized that rowena was crowley's mom Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, the the Rowena Sam Cass hijinks have gotten very tangled. In yes, this episode. Yes, <laughs> and that like Cass is all totally fine with it until he's like Dean doesn't know, and then he like <laughs> wants to put the brakes on all of it. Yeah, he well he he even says Sam, this never ends well. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I I. <laughs> I have this note that says, um, okay, let me give a little context first. Um, I know a lot of people in the Heller fandom. Um, you literally know just us. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they love Sam and they just absolutely adore Sam. But I am not one of those people. I I don't really care for Sam. And part of the reason why I don't is because of this episode. I will yeah. never forgive him for this. Uh, for sure. Like, yes, yeah. I get that. But also, yeah. like... Um, yeah. I mean, is Sam the one you shouldn't forgive because he recruited Charlie? Or is it Cass you shouldn't forgive because he let her out of his sight? I don't know. (laughs) It's very tangled up. It's very Uh, tangled up. I think it started when he didn't burn the book. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to, though. Yes, yes. But at least then we would have known that and there wouldn't have been this whole thing going behind Dean's back. If Dean had been involved with this from the beginning. One to die because it's always Dean who dies for everybody else. Okay, but he would have come back. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not a woman. Yes, say that. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, yeah, it it does never go well when either of the brothers tries to do something behind the other's back. But but a lot of that... times the consequences aren't lasting. But also the same thing happened with Sam and Gadriel. So Sam is indirectly or directly, however you want to look at it, responsible for both Charlie and Kevin's deaths. Yeah. Who were both fan favorites and both not straight white men. 
Yeah. Guys, guys, Sam is responsible for nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> writers are responsible for <laughs> This is this valid is point. Valid, valid. And we valid. will talk about the Comic Con after uh that that happened after we are season. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta get into that once we get there. Um, yeah. I love when Cass keeps calling Sam and the one time that Dean picks up and and he's like, No, this is Dean. And he just he just stalls. He just like it's it's like like a car. He just stalls. (laughs) He's like, uh 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 this call is pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Honey child. Yeah. Yeah, he's I loved when he showed up with snacks and he was like, blood sugar is dipping here. I brought some snacks. <laughs> yes. I wish you were my best friend. Mine. I also want some snacks. Yes. Yes. And he, just the fact that he can't, like, his body is physically rejecting being able to lie to Dean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like something something when we want something really bad we lie. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like he can't because he really wants to have Dean involved, but he wants to protect Sam's plan and he's just like this call is pointless. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, "Oh, just checking in like I do." <laughs> <laughs> with Sam, I mean that with is like Sam. comedy. Also, that he can't tell their voices apart for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, is baffling. I don't know. He is. I mean, yeah. I mean, at no point I am sure of this has cast called Sam outside of something they are they were working on. I like that yeah. is. I right. know this hundred percent. Like nothing's yeah. gonna change this knowledge <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> exactly. I love how we're all stalling. Yeah, <laughs> trying not to talk about it. But also, in in leading up to that, I guess, can we talk about how bad they are at keeping people from doing things? They're gonna only cuff one of Eldon's hands. Yeah, what and I, then was, I was like, this looks so weird. And then when it happened, when he broke free, I was like, oh, okay, now I understand why he had to be cuffed just by one hand. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, we're gonna cuff him by one hand, uh, and then we're going to leave him alone with the door open. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What is wrong with And then that choppy zoom on the arm. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. But also the way he so casually stands there, like, being in conversation, just having a casual conversation with one hand in the pocket. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 So, and, like, this is also after he has explained to Dean what the Stein family does and that they like add extra muscles to themselves and stuff is like, yeah, so that's your cue to cuff his other hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because obviously he's gonna do some shit. If his legs are strong enough to fall three stories and not destroy them, he can probably do some crazy shit. Yeah. 
Uh, but then he starts spitting facts about how you can make so much money from fixing problems that you caused. And I'm like, oh, this, this feels really real. Yeah. 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 Okay. They don't even show the fight between Charlie and Eldon. They don't actually show her death. They just throw her body in a bathtub and they barely even like, they spend like 30 seconds looking at Sam and Dean's reaction. It's in fact ridiculously long on their face. Mm -hmm. And then they briefly show her body run credits yeah i mean honestly it's not even like i'm could be that it's briefly but i feel like there's this weird zoom that's happening like it's like bang bang and it's getting closer closer um yeah yeah i mean i i from like a storytelling point of view i understand why they don't show a fight because they have to want to have this shock of value and have you experience her death through dean and uh, sam when they also find out about it and see her body dumpster yeah but yeah it's not really yeah signifying for the character i guess no it's especially not. when the character is the representation of your fans mm-hmm. and yeah, you just yeah. throw her body in a bathtub yeah yeah also it's not like really believable knowing i mean outside of like these meta levels and like you know fans and so on it's not really believable that charlie would you know i mean she is shown to be like weak and like the last shot you get of her is She's she's standing there with with her like knife or something in hand, and she's very scared. And like if you remember the one where um, where they travel back in time or are inside the game or what is happening there, I don't remember. With, with Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're in the stuck in her nightmare. Yeah, yeah. the the Jin episode. Yeah, the Jin episode, yeah. and she is like very brave and behaving very differently to what we got to see in this episode so to me yeah, yeah. Just in that those, those terms not really believable yeah like well, obviously even... yeah obviously i don't think she could have won in any way yeah uh, against them like that's unreal but yeah but they even show her in the previous episode that we've covered when she's fighting them with a sword yeah she's yeah up close and personal with them and holds her own and is able to get away like granted that was in an alleyway where there's more space and this is in a bathroom but even felicia day when she's talked about it has been like charlie can fit through that window that's behind her and she could like have smashed the computer jumped up on the sink in the toilet and gotten through that window or at least have tried But even when she pulls out this knife that she has, she almost looks like she's just standing there and almost like she's just going to hand it to Eldon. Yeah. Yeah. Does does she, like, I don't remember what what happens with Eldon. Like, is he physically harmed except the arm in the next episode? Like, did she manage to do any damage to him? 
I don't think so. Because, I don't because think at so. At least she could have. We could have had that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or like you could have done it as an intercut between them racing to get to her and her fighting and like having Obviously. these like yeah. quick cuts. Yeah. So that you that would have been. That would have like up the ante. You would have been so like oh yeah and then and then yeah you could have had the fight and not the actual killing and yeah, then until showed... they yeah exactly yeah yeah like schrodinger's cat and that could have you could have at least shown like hey you've established this character to be able to fight at least in some ways yeah but she she's just... a hunter for christ's sake yeah She's a hunter whose main weapon is a sword and her brain. Like, there's so many different ways that that could have gone. It's just, oh, it's so frustrating. I mean, even even I, I thought even honestly, the destroying of the laptop and that being the alerting thing to to Stein that she is hiding in the bathroom that was like uber dumb to me. Like Charlie would have never done that. No, because she would have like, like she could have like dumped it in the toilet. Or yeah, or like I don't know, just throw it out of the window. Why make this huge? Or just lie to them and give. I honestly, I loved that Dean was like, yeah, give them whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like that was the right choice to make there. Yeah, because um, yeah. Now Dean, knowing what he knows now, like he understands that those guys are really dangerous. So, yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just like the the whole thing when 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 they find him, uh, like I under find her, I understand that it's like okay, it's like a shock thing, and yeah, there she is, dead in the bathtub. But I don't know. Sam looks weird to me. He's just like I don't know, uh, just like hiding behind his hand or something, like covering his mouth. And I know that it's because like it's so gruesome that. He feels like, I don't know, throwing up or something, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. I wish they had, I don't know, gone to her and just like taken her body off, off there or just like, I don't know. It felt like she was alone and they were standing somewhere else, completely yeah. removed from her. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that Dean would have immediately tried to go to her. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the, the Dean that we yeah. know, like, I feel like Sam's reaction is pretty appropriate because he is, you know, what we talked about directly or indirectly responsible for what happened. And yeah. this is all new to Dean and he is very touch starved and very protective of her. So I just feel like he would have gone to her and tried to like, and it would have been even more emotionally heart-wrenching if if he had tried to be like you know the whole trope of like wake up and like yeah yeah yeah. like you said they were so i mean i understand there's a lot of blood but like at least check maybe i mean she because it's like obviously she wouldn't be alive but like it shows you the desperation in the like level of you know how how much the this affects the other characters and yeah uh, yeah, yeah, I get why this wasn't a fan favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, there's a lot of blood, but there's not really that much. You don't really yeah. see the, the wound. You don't, you yeah, don't see so. the wound. Her, sh- like, her clothes aren't ripped yeah. or anything like that. So they were like, okay, well, we're not going to make it 
super gruesome and bloody, but we're gonna make it so isolating and empty. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, yeah, there's other ways that... And I feel, yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about this, like, uh, is this, like, the, the thing I'm thinking about is, like, can angels technically revive dead people? Because, like, this wasn't my impression, but then now I remember that when Cass died as a human, like, he also had a stump, stab wound and he was dead, basically. But Godreal God was able to bring him back. So now, because yeah. like this, you know why I'm asking, saying this, like, I, I feel like Charlie was Dean's best friend. I feel mm-hmm. if Cass had been in that room, he would have brought Charlie back. <laughs> this is yeah. what I'm yeah. getting at. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And also with with Amelia, there was another thing in previous episode because that is something Cast witnesses. Like he is in the room when, I mean, she is dying in Claire's uh, hands, uh, yeah. arms, and uh, I mean, he feels so guilty about it, about the whole thing with Novak, that he definitely would have brought her back. Yeah, or should yeah. have if he can. I, f- I don't know. Well, it was weird because he went when he found her tied to that cot he tried to like heal her like the cuts on her arm and and he and he couldn't but they didn't really explain that so in my brain i was like is this like a gregory aura or something that like shuts down other angels power but like it was just really strange because Cass has his grace back but it's not fully there because he had his he had his broken yeah. wings. There was be- there because of that. You're correct. And my brain was like, oh, look at Cass not being able to heal her when he's able to heal everybody else. It's almost like he can't do anything except give her her husband back. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I'm evil like that. Yeah. I was like, is this a metaphor for that? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not. Well, and too, <laughs> like, my- yeah, when she, it was so heartbreaking when she wakes up and she sees him. She's not thinking, oh, it's Jimmy, because she's been having all these visions of Jimmy. She wakes yeah. up and immediately knows that it's Cass and starts trying to, like, beat the crap out of uh, him. I did actually have a note about that, uh, which is that uh, that oh, that scene always in my head parallels the scene uh, in, in the episode at the end when Dean walks into the uh, whatever it is where there is... Uh, there's Cass, Graceless, and like uh, in inverse, and mm-hmm. he immediately recognizes that this is the past Dean. Like he takes one look at Dean, and he knows this is not his Dean, not from this timeline. And <laughs> it's kind of the same thing because like she recognizes that this is not his husband, even though he looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then the worse, even worse is then when she says, sees that he is not here. I, I can see that now that I'm looking at you, that he has left. And where is he? And then Cass is like, Jimmy's in heaven. So, yeah, what are this, yeah. Basically, Cass and Dean are married. Thank you for coming to my talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point that I've been rambling on for the past five minutes, yes. No, we um, appreciate it. So, that comic yeah. con. Yes. Um, Tell me about the Comic Con. I love learning about things for which I wasn't present. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Lord. Um, 
So at the time, uh, Supernatural was going to the San Diego Comic Con every year. Um, And uh, as you know, the San Diego Comic Con is supposed to be like the Comic Con. Um, And uh, (laughs) uh, so they had uh, Jared, Jensen, Misha, Mark, and writers and producers yeah um and uh when they opened it up to uh audience questions i don't know if it was the first one or if it was just one of the first ones um the question was uh basically why on a show that has a history of fridging women did you make the decision, Jeremy Carver, <laughs> to kill Charlie in such a brutal manner? And and it's it's oh, watch the video. We'll we'll share a link to this video. I, I, I am I am remembering. I have seen that video. Yes, and uh, it like, is priceless. Audience yeah. members listening here. Please go watch the video because it is fucking priceless. Because first, as the question is being asked, Mark is looking over at Jeremy Carver going, Oh, oh, how are you going to react to this? Because Mark can tell right away where this is going. Um, And Jeremy's face is just blank. He's yeah. like, he's leaving his body and Mark is <laughs> laughing at him. And then, and then as soon as the question is over, Jared, Jensen, and Misha all either back away from the table or turn their backs yeah, to the they, table. Uh, they are turning around. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it's yeah. fucking hilarious. And also yep. so... I can't think of the word. Um, it's it's conflicting because they're making this moment really funny, but they're talking about a serious issue. But yeah, they just totally abandoned Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is what is the yeah, yeah. That's the best yeah. part. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah. As an audience, it's nice to see that. I mean, obviously, those actor men aren't a dump, but like, it's nice <laughs> to see that there are like this. They don't agree, and that there is like conflict inside because, yeah. like, some of the uh, some of the decisions from the network or whoever or uh, yeah, Carver are bad yeah. decisions, and he should be called out. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure they've had conversations that we don't know about w- between them and with them and Felicia, and just about. I'm sure they've had a lot of moments talking about how weird this is and unfair this yeah. is um also that jeremy carver was the showrunner but this episode was written by buck lemming so <laughs> to nobody's surprise to nobody's surprise <laughs> but the fact that one of their only and few and far between female writers worked on this show or worked on this episode with the fridging of one of the prominent female characters is just really frustrating and I don't know how she feels about that. I haven't looked up if there's any interviews with her or with Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But also, this is this is a decision that you wouldn't just write as like a single, you know, like removed writer because like this is yeah. a killing of a character that is a recurring character. This must must have yeah gone a beloved like, character. Layers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Layers yes. of this had to have come down. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. Buck Lemming being like. And when Jeremy finally does actually uh, respond, he basically says, "Oh, you just have to go where the story takes you." Sometimes, bullshit, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, bullshit. Was like, if the story took you there, like um, honestly, I wish they hadn't brought back the alternate universe charlie i agree I do not like her and like that is not where the story was going <laughs> without all due respect to german carver but like i feel like it cheapens this version of charlie in weird weird way i don't know why i feel like that but yeah he would i agree because, because it kind of because the brain starts to think, oh, these two characters are actually like one character because they look the same. They are basically the same character. And then there are some things or a lot of things or all the things about this new Charlie that I technically, I absolutely do not like. But I loved the OG Charlie. So, yeah, I have weird um, feelings about that. Yeah, I agree. Oh my god, they did made so many shitty decisions. Now I remember the whole romance thing they tried to start between like Bobby and Mary, or did I just hallucinate that? Alternate oh, no, Bobby and Mary. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> well, alternate Bobby resurrected Mary. Yeah. Uh, Supernatural is a show. <laughs> it sure is. I mean, now I get why they got Jensen because it is a soap opera. <laughs> Literally, now Literally. I'm my 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 husband's best friend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm like, what the fuck? Literally, people come back from the dead. Uh, there's evil twins. <laughs> there's <laughs> evil corporations. There's brothers fighting brothers. It's the whole thing. The main character is weirdly fond of horses and cowboys. I mean, there is no other. Oh my god! And then you have then you have this powerful family, aka Cass, with God and his siblings, who don't want who make 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 fun of Cass for like being in love with this guy who has nothing to his name. <laughs> Oh. Right, and you should say it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, that was a bitch. Yeah. Um. Next week. <laughs> next week, we will be finishing up season 10 um, with uh, 1022, The Prisoner. And 1023, Brother's Keeper, which has another, like, baffling death. Of death. (laughs) Oh, I'm not prepared. (laughs) I forgot. Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah, so I imagine next episode will be another long episode. Um, So, uh, yeah. And then we'll talk about season 11. 
which that is fast. crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the meantime, this has been Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. My name is Sally. And I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, Hellers. Let me cry